Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. So one year ago, we decided to begin reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, and have been doing so each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So me and Candace have got our junk food here. Which is... Our very first junk that we ever had on our show. What do you have there, Noah? I have birthday cake soda, the OG. Yep, and I have stale Oreos sitting out since yesterday. Disgusting. (laughs) Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby is uh no what just go ahead and do the transitions because toby doesn't know how to do that that's fine here's what happened all right guys this is mr monk's 100th case season Mm -hmm. seven episode seven so here's what happened in the opening scene we see tv host james novak on his show in focus introducing none other than detective adrian monk himself Novak is explaining that this very case will be the 100th solved by the defective detective. Next, we see the entire gang at a watch party for the airing of the In Focus episode. The show is going off without a hitch as Monk, of course, successfully solves an elusive serial killer case. But as the episode nears the end, he realizes the killer's final victim had a different M.O. Monk is able to reinvestigate the crime scene through playback of the documentary and notices one major clue. During the raid of the serial killer's photography studio, there went an unnoticed roll of film added to the pile. Wondering who added it there, they review one more of oops, they review one more they review more of the tape to deduce that an additional murder was the additional murder was actually the host James Novak. He knew exactly where the light switch was in the victim's apartment, proving he'd been there before. His idea was to kill his mistress by framing the serial killer. He took photos of the mistress and planted them at the scene to make it appear that she was just another one of the killer's photography clients. It was the perfect plan if only he hadn't tried it on the world's greatest detective. Mr. Monk snags another killer and hits a nice, perfectly even 101 cases. All right. So that was Mr. Monk's 100th case. Candace, what did you you like about this episode? Okay, you know I have a lot, guys. I have a lot. First, just the premise of this episode. I absolutely love this. This was such a clever way to do a 100th episode. It built like all of this suspense just to see like what was going on in the documentary. Like not only like what the characters were going to do throughout the episode, but they built it right at the beginning. You see James Novak and it's super like, hello, I'm James Novak. This is Adrian Monk. And it's, you know what I mean? It's so suspenseful. And then it goes back and forth you know, between the two, um, like the, between the documentary and what the characters of Monk are actually doing. Mm-hmm. And so it builds suspense in that and you get to see the characters play out. I just love it. I, I think it's such a clever idea. Like, so clever. I didn't like that. I, because the the episode starts off, like, in focus. So new viewers, never seen Monk before. I turn on the TV, in focus. What? No. What do you mean just, like, immediately confused? 
well, but the show's called Monk. So as soon as he starts saying, this is Adrian Monk, you'd be like, I mean, I guess you'd be a little bit confused, but you would, you'd be intrigued. I think if you watch that for the first time, you might be a little confused. I get what you're saying, but also intrigued. Like, what? What is this? Especially if you saw 100th Case. That's true. I think you would be like, I think you'd be like, well, also you'd be watching it for the first time on his 100th episode. So that would be kind of like your fault, I guess. (laughs) Okay, my first like is it reminded me of 2020, the TV show 2020. Uh, Candace loves that. I may or may not have had a junk time question about that. <laughs> oh no! Spoiler alert! <laughs> I love 2020. <laughs> so, but you did like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, I put. How was Randy not the star of that documentary? Like the whole thing is about Monk, right? But. Randy, they leave all of these crazy parts in about Randy. Oh, He yeah. does, like, his Randy Disher project, like, his fake plug. Oh, yeah. Where he's, like, what is he doing? Him and Stottlemyre, like, in the car. <laughs> and there's obviously, like, some camera guy or something in the back seat. And Randy's, like, uh, what does he say? Oh, he's looking for the search warrant. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, where is that search warrant? And Stottlemyre's, like, Randy, you just had it. I just <laughs> gave it to you. And he's, like, maybe it's in the glove box. And he's, like, oh, wait. This is my uh, my CD. What is that doing in there? And then he's oh my gosh. And then he's like, let's play some. And he's like, puts it in. It's like, I don't need a badge. <laughs> it's like they obviously left that stuff in there because it was like good content. Yeah. So I just thought like Randy totally stole the show. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> the says that Randy is underrated. Who that, did? Who did? Isabella. Oh, Isabella. So true. Hi, Isabella. Um, my next like is starting the boys. The entire time they're watching in focus. Every commercial, they would change it to the basketball game, which is a lot like Tobias and Toby here, mm-hmm. who tried to flake on us and tried to watch a game. Instead We're of game already on. calling out Toby and Tobias. This is amazing. Um, let's see. Oh, yes. Merch. Check merch? out your merch on the merch store. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Junk Muck Swag Shop. Okay, let's see. I think I had some more about Randy, actually. Um, oh, whenever he, he has... Stottlemyre has his own, like, at his desk, his own little, like, interviews that they do. Oh, But yeah. then Randy and Stottlemyre, I think on Stottlemyre's couch in his office, they're sitting next to each other. And Stottlemyre's explaining, like, you know, I really, uh, oh, he says, like, sometimes, you know, I like to leave out, like, a major clue in the case. Mm. So, like, nobody else knows. And Randy's like, yeah, but he doesn't always do that. He's like, yes, I do. And he's <laughs> like, no, no, he doesn't. He's like, yes, I do. I just don't always tell him. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> um, my next like is the clip they play at the beginning of the TV show of In Focus. And it's Monk vacuum. He, it says Monk starts his day the same as any other. Monk vacuuming the vacuum. Then vacuuming that vacuum. And then vacuuming that vacuum. And it's in like a giant vacuum. And then a smaller vacuum. And then a smaller. It's so funny. It is, oh my gosh. That is so funny. Um, that I have I think one more Randy thing where they're at the uh, crime scene. And he, like, the dead girl's, like, on the floor. They have all this evidence in their hands. And he's, like, looking. And he's, like, yep, this is the evidence that we have. <laughs> and Solomar's, like, Randy, could I see the evidence? And he's, like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> he, like, holds it up to the camera. It's so funny. And then, of course, Randy's, he his need to, for one, make a mark for himself. But for two, he must name this killer. Mm-hmm. He's, like, yep. If you can name them, you can catch them. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> like, Natalie. So anyway, <laughs> but he comes up with lipstick killer, 
Lipstick Assassin, Mr. Lipstick, <laughs> and the Cosmetic Assassin. <laughs> That's the worst one. Cosmetic Assassin. Um, That's so bad. My next thing is... Stotty does not hold back on Randy. Like, no matter... He's roasting Randy the entire episode. It is so funny. He's, like, treating him like a child. It is hilarious. Like, what parts? Like, the part I said with the... Like, in the car. Uh, oh, like yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the... Yeah file that he was holding yeah. the camera oh yeah he's he's just like not in it at all he's just rude to randy the entire time he is that's funny i actually i don't think i'm not sure i put this but i liked that they had stottlemyre i mean it makes sense but that they had stottlemyre as such a like prominent person in monk's life mm-hmm. that was has been there for him for so long and then also you know is still with him currently and is more to do with, like, his his crimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like, his friend and his boss superior uh, colleague type person. So I thought that yeah. was cool. Um, I have... Natalie is fantastic in this episode. She is... This is... It's, so far, I feel like this is one of my favorite Natalie... Like, uh, this would have been a good one for, like, our Natalie V. Sharona episode. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. Because she was so... Like, she was building up Monk. Like, every chance that she had... She was like, you know, he's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. watch this. And, you know, he sh- oh, that's his, like, clue face. Like, he just solved the case. And, like, te- like narrating for the camera that he's doing all these things. But she also is very confident on her own, you know? Yeah. Like, you can tell she's not, like, just his assistant. I think she, like, proves that by the way that she talks about him. But she also has, like, her very own, like, take charge type of attitude. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, like when, like what I said, when she says like, watch this, or do you remember the part where they're in Monk's apartment? They're sitting next to each other and Natalie's like, yeah, uh, they're cause Monk and Natalie are both looking at the camera mm-hmm. and Natalie's like, yeah, 50 cops could have been in there and they oh, would yeah. for a year and they wouldn't have seen the things he saw. And he's like, I mean, I don't know about a year. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and she hits him and he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. I feel like she stands on her own and is such a good assistant. It's so, I I loved her in this episode. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, she also roasts him whenever they're they're talking. They're they ask Natalie like, "What else do you do for him?" And she's like, "What else do I do?" Hmm. How long is your show? Yes, I put Natalie Sass. I love that. She's <laughs> so cute. It's like. Uh, one of my jobs is to keep him focused, because <laughs> the the light bulb. Mm-hmm. Whenever he uh, th- there's like that big chandelier with like the little flame light bulbs, and one of them's out, and he's like whispers to her, and she's like, "Um, excuse me, one of those bulbs is out," and they put it in, and they're all standing around staring at him, watching the light bulb, and then he's like, "That one's a forty watt, all the other ones are sixty watt." It was clearly dimmer, like it was clearly darker. It did not match. It's like, how did you think he was going to continue with a mismatching light bulb? But anyway, <laughs> and so then he fi- they fix it and they screw it in and everyone's watching him and he's like, yeah, looks good. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did all of that and he just doesn't care. It's like, sure, what? It's big deal. <laughs> Who cares? Okay, my next like is whenever they're interviewing all of like Monk's friends, like not so friends, whatever. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, um... His old babysitter from when he was a kid <laughs> said Monk used to change his own diaper. <laughs> yes. That reminded me of when it was Dr. Kroger, right? That helps him discover that he, what, like, he remembers his own birth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, it wasn't a, 
I didn't think it was a plot hole, kind of, sort of, because, um, oh, Tony Shalhoub Daily says hi. Hi, Denise. Hi. Hi, thanks for joining us. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, so Dr. Kroger, you know, is the one that helps him say, uh, you know, Adrian, that's your birth. You're remembering your own birth. <laughs> and I was like thinking this could be maybe like a plot hole, but he actually remembers before that, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. he's like, obviously like super baby. Yeah. So it, it I, I did like that part. Um, let's see. Oh, the final scene where he wants to stop at a hundred. He's like, oh, I'm retired. Oh, yeah. And she's like... Mr. Monk, that is crazy. You can't just stop helping people because you want to stop at an even hundred. And then they start uh, looking through the paper. Um, and, uh, he, oh, because Natalie points out, wait a second. No, no, no. That case was your hundred and first, hundred and one. We were joking 100. about that. Hundred and first <laughs> case. So technically you can't stop till you get to 200. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, that was funny. Let's see. What do we say? Oh, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Is it Lindsay Chambers? Our girl, Lindsay? Okay. <laughs> I had to make sure. Thank you, Lindsay. Okay, my next like is Ambrose being on, also on the interviews of Monk. Mm -hmm. He's so sweet, and he says that Monk's his hero, and that he kept his family together, and it's really sweet. It's it is. so sad. Yeah. I, I did like seeing Ambrose. The only thing is I didn't uh, dislike but i didn't like that he didn't really have any funny parts like all of his parts were just really somber where you're like oh it's ambrose and then mm -hmm. he was kind of like like you said it, it was like a touching moment it was more touching whereas all of the like the criminals and stuff that they showed they were like the comic relief and he yeah. was more like on the serious side but i did absolutely obviously we love john Turturro. yes so and i think this was uh when we interviewed high conrad that's what he was talking about the third episode he was in, remember? Because uh -huh. he said, I think we had John Turturro for like two or three episodes. And you were like, John Turturro comes <laughs> back. And I was like, he's just in a small part though. So don't get excited. But this is what we were talking about. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, let's see. Okay. I, for one, actually really, really love the light clue. I thought that was cool. Oh, when Monk yeah. does like the Inception thing, which was obviously amazing. Monk is re-watching the video of him investigating the crime the first time. So he's doing this on the video, and then in person, he's watching the TV and doing this. Mm -hmm. And he's doing that to himself, and then he watches James Novak, and watches himself ask James Novak, can you turn on the light? And James is like, boop, and turns on the correct light, mm -hmm. and it's right next to him. And then he's like, wait a second, how did you know that? Yeah. And I... Love that. That's a plot hole of mine, actually. Like, how did he remember? I don't even remember my. I flick every single light switch in my house, in my room. Oh, fan, no. I fan, know. no. Fan, no. He got real lucky and really unlucky at the same time with that one. That is so true. I still do the same thing. I guess I do that in one room of my house. It must be like backwards. You know how they have like the fan and the light, mm -hmm. and the fan and the light is the same in every other room, but that room is like. The wrong one. So mm -hmm. every single time I turn on the fan and then it's pitch black. But um, <laughs> uh, did we have a note from someone? You said Tony Shalhoub Daily said... Oh, that's a good point. That is so true. That would have been good for Sharona to return. And then Tessia Jones 55 says, hey. Hi. Oh, Tasha. Uh, Fantasia. Okay. Hi, Fantasia. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us, guys. 
All right, let's see. Is it your turn? I think so. Okay. okay. Uh, my next like is the return of Marcy. Oh. She is also on the rev- uh, of the interviews, and she's talking about how she's in love with Monk still, and she says, love can mean something different to you, but it can also mean something different to Judge Harriet Waxman of the 3rd District Court, you know? She's so sassy to this random judge who, like, got a restraining order or something. It's so funny. <laughs> yes, okay, I have a little, I, I wrote it out, because oh, I had no. to bring back the Marcy impression. It's my favorite, okay. <laughs> So she's in front of a shrine, kind of like this, Mm -hmm. and she's like, they're interviewing her, and she says, you know, fan can mean one thing to you, and then to some somebody completely different, like say Judge Harriet Waxman of the Third District Court, (laughs) and I'll tell you something about Judge Waxman. (laughs) She's never been in love, so she's shooting from that perspective. You know what I mean? And then they're like, what about all those pictures? And she's like, oh, this one, this one's my favorite. It was from a case that we worked on. It took a lot of clue hugs, but we cracked it. And then they're like, and what about all the other ones? And she's like, oh, this one, this one is not as real. (laughs) It's like an obviously photoshopped photo. Marcy's face is like giant (laughs) cut out over Natalie's body. It's so funny. She's like, that one's not as real <laughs> it's so good i had to do that because i i absolutely i agree with you i loved marcy maven's return it was so epic um so i just had to do that for you guys but my next thing is the hundredth episode just in general i put mad respect because this is like our it's not you know it's not our hundredth episode it's our one year anniversary episode but mm. i was like trying to come up with ways to make this more special for, you know, for us, for you guys. And so I was thinking, you know, once again, which I already said, mad respect for the cleverness of what they did. They took Monk's yeah. 100th case and made it into a TV show to honor him inside his own TV show. And so I liked, like, I, I would consider that a fourth wall break kind of story. Really? I would think so. Because it's kind of like saying, it's it's like kind of like acknowledging, like, we're all watching this documentary together. Like, it makes us feel like we're part of the gang by we're all honoring Monk's 100th episode on the screen together. So I thought it was, I, I thought it was cool. So that's interesting. I disagree, but. Um, my next like is Tony's wife. Yep. We haven't seen her since when? Oh, the, the farm. The oh yeah. It's a farm. Yeah. Uh, where she is, she has a crush on Monk or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's season five. Yeah. yeah. And, um, she returns as her pilot self, or not pilot. Yeah, what is, uh, what flight attendant. Flight attendant. Yeah. From season two? Season one. Oh my gosh. Season one, yep. Is it the very end? Yep. Season one, and she returns and she's like telling everyone about how she's scared to fly. Because yeah. Buck scared her. Yeah. <laughs> she's done with flying now. It's so funny. And uh, she says that she took up drinking again, right? <laughs> and then she has like, what did she say? There's a support group for... It's not for alcoholics. It's just for like monk, I it's think. For, yeah, it's something like that. There's some type of support group and she can't go because she doesn't fly or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, okay. I got I have another impression. So oh, gosh. this is the vampire. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're following. They're they're going they're filming, right? So the crew's following them. They're interviewing. They're not really interviewing. They're just going to ask this vampire yeah. who works at this um obviously he's not a vampire. He works at one of those, like, dress-up, like, 
uh, restaurants. Yeah. Like a dress up restaurant where they do like, like cosplay or whatever. It was like Halloween themed. Yeah. Exactly. So he is a vampire. Mm-hmm. And they walk up to, and he's in character, and they're, like, asking, and they're like, um, hi, we know you've worked here for a while. We were just wondering, do you know anyone named uh, Cassandra Rank? And he's like, yes, Cassandra Rank. How delectable. I remember drinking her blood. (laughs) He's like, um, actually, she was murdered. And he's like, oh, jeez, oh, God. I probably sounded like a freak. Uh, No, um. Yeah, no, no, no. I uh, she worked here for just a little bit, and uh, I haven't seen her since. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, have you ever heard of? A, um, do you know a Barbara McFarland? And he's like, yes, Barbara <laughs> McFarland. She had a very delectable neck. <laughs> and they're like, uh, she was also murdered. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> I guess we every freaking time. <laughs> I'm done with life. You are okay. I think I might just have one more. Oh yeah, it's the dumb actress. The the that's act- a like. Okay, this part is a like because she is. We know she's Randy's girl, right? Yeah. That he brought. To, yeah, that he brought to the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Novak is hitting on her the whole time. Yeah, and um, they're they're she's standing next to James Novak. And she's watch. They're watching the documentary, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that girl that was like laying there next to that car. Ugh, she is such a bad actress. Oh, Nobody yeah. dies like that. She was all <laughs> sprawled out on the ground. And she's like, uh, that was the actual victim. She was dead. And she's like, Oh my god. <laughs> oh gosh, she was so dumb. Uh, I think yeah, I think that's it. Okay, are you ready for dislikes? Was yeah. Guest Sykes says Detective Butterfield. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. Detective uh, Sheriff Butterfield. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was her name. All right, Candace, what did you dislike? <sighs> <laughs> you already kind of mentioned this, but mm-hmm. Sotomayor—he's changing the channel. I every, thought it was funny. Every I did not think that that storyline was funny. Really? Uh, well, I, and now thinking about it, that was Sotomayor's storyline mm-hmm. in that whole episode, but. He was also on the documentary. So I feel yeah. like he got a lot of screen time and I just didn't like the, like, I feel like changing the channel is okay. Like, no, I don't. I honestly don't think changing the channel is okay. Well, Stottlemyre doesn't care because he's on the news all the time. I know, but it was more of a, it, it was, it was more like res- respect. Like we're honoring Monk. And so I know like he knows Monk, but also like, for the other people, you're kind of making it seem like not that important. And yeah. it's just kind of like rude. Like if it was, cause they're, I mean, they're technically like best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, at least he's Monk's best friend. Yeah. So it's kind of rude. Like I can't imagine like my best friend changing the channel of my documentary every single time. Yeah. Oh, it was on commercial. And then he has that whole line. Cause Natalie is like, Captain. Change it back. And he's yeah. like, what are you, my mother? Yeah, and that was like, funny. What? That was funny. He's like, nothing. <laughs> like, come on, Captain. A triple overtime or murder. Don't ask to- Toby and Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> I, my dislike we also talked about was your like. We just switched that up. Both of us. Okay. One yeah. of your, my likes. We do that often. Dislike. Yeah. <laughs> um, is the in focus thing. Where it starts off as in focus and then just becomes monk like it's odd and very weird 
So you didn't like the in focus thing at all? No. Or you just didn't like it starting no, off as I, in focus? I just thought it was confusing. Like, why would... So just to start, start off that off, way. Yeah. It was, it was fine if you've seen Monk, if you know what's happening, all that good stuff. But again, we're assuming that people are at the 100th episode. They've seen Monk. But you can't so. just assume. <laughs> you know, like... But then it's not special, though. Like, if it's if you're turn, tuning in at the 100th episode, that's your fault for thinking, like, this episode's weird. Obviously, as soon as I start mentioning that it's 100th, or you see, like, on the TV guide and it says, Monk's 100th episode. Meh. I would think that... A t- I would think that a show, if you came in late... You, would, you wouldn't think that that was a typical episode. And I think it was a good typical episode anyway. Even if that was even if that was some random episode, like it didn't have anything to do with Monk's 100th case. It was just, you know, we're doing a story on Detective Adrian Monk. Yeah. I think it still would have been cool. Actually, so. I just thought of a like. Okay. I like that my Monk wasn't wrong whenever he was like, this girl was murdered. Because he technically wasn't wrong. He just had the wrong guy. For the fourth murder. That's all I had to say. Sorry. Go ahead. For your dislike. She was, he was right that she was murdered? Like, he, he wasn't technically wrong because everyone thought that she was murdered by that one dude, mm-hmm. but then he solved it anyways, so mm. it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Go you. ahead. Sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. This goes back to my 2020 thing. Okay. Trudy's car bomb storyline where they like they always do this in like those types of documentary crime shows. They mm-hmm. like milk the tragedy of people. Yeah. And so they have like this whole segment where it's like meant to make the audience I get it. I understand because I'm a, as a viewer of those types of shows, I'm like, "Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's tragic." Like, "Oh my gosh." And then, you know, something else happens to them. Whatever. It adds to the storyline, which I get. But I always just wonder how that makes people feel. Like, you know, like, they're, like, investigating, uh, or they're talking about a murder that happened, like, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, for Monk. His wife was murdered 20 years ago, but the pain is still so, like, real to him that it's, like, how do you think that those, like, family members... Do you remember the picture? You probably don't remember this, but whenever they show Trudy's face, and then they, like, do, like, one of those, like, infrared, like, backwards pictures of her. I thought it was creepy. I was, like, Noah's not gonna remember this. But they, like, show Trudy Monk, and then it's, like, and then one day... And her face like changes, and then they show like something exploding, and you're oh like, oh my god! It's yeah, it was it was very like, really? They really just showed that, that and Monk up. is watching it. You know what I mean? So it's like it's yeah. for everybody else. It's not to hurt Monk's feelings, but like I just don't. I always just wonder how that makes people feel when they see. I guess they just don't watch them. You know? Yeah. Like, I I would assume they don't watch them, but yeah, I always just wondered about that. Okay, um, Monk doesn't know what pause, resume, fast forward, and rewind is. I have a plot hole about that. He's an old man. Does he say one of those? Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's like really. He's like picture stop, picture go forward, picture back. What did he say? Picture rewind. Picture freezer. <laughs> picture freezer. Yeah. Picture freezer. Picture go back. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. It's so. Like I get monks supposed to be this technology, not so with it, mm-hmm. but come on, monk. Yeah, again, it's a. I have a plot hole about it later, but the fact that he has a VCR, like he owns oh, yeah. a VCR, and VCRs are very old, so that's not like some new technology. Like when James Novak was talking about the DVR, 
mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, oh, it's a digital video recorder, uh-huh. like DVR. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's new technology that Monk wouldn't know about. Mm-hmm. VCR, play, pause, fast forward, rewind. He, w- I think he would. Yeah. So. Um, okay. James Novak is straight up, obviously he's a murderer and he's a bad guy. But in front of everyone is hitting on the girl that Randy brought and oh, in yeah. front of his wife. Yeah. And then kisses her on the mouth mm-hmm. when they're like, oh, that's her scene's coming up. Her scene's coming up. And everyone's like, oh, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, and dies. And they're like, yay. And he's like, oh, congratulations. Boom. Kisses her on the lips. And the wife's just like, really? Was it, was it on the lips? I thought it was on the cheek. No, it was on the lips. Exactly. So the wife is standing there and like. Really? And he's like, what? I was just congratulating her. And then, of course, the wife is the one that gets him in the end. Yeah. With the evidence. And she's like, I knew it. It was the lipstick, right? Yeah. Yeah. The lipstick. Boom. And she pulls it out of her purse. I'm like, literally, if he hadn't pissed her off that much during their own party they were hosting, maybe she wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Probably not. Um, My next dislike is force of habit. That might, be the, that might have been the dumbest joke I have ever Heard from Monk. The uh, TV show Monk. It was so bad. And of course you're talking about what I was just yeah. was talking about. Where the girl... Remember, she's the actress in the show that she's reenacting the murders. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when James Novak pulls out the gun, and he's like, give me that... What I don't even know what he says. Like give me that lipstick. or, or Yeah, I think yeah. it's the lipstick. Give me that lipstick, whatever. And he's like, there, I think Stottlemyre goes to tackle him. Mm-hmm. And then the gun goes off. And then everyone's like... And then she's like, and then Randy's like, oh my God, what happened? And then she's like laying on the floor and then she's like, oh, sorry, force a habit, force a habit. So dumb. And then everyone's like, yeah, like for her performance, like she was performing. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a a pretty, it was the stupidest joke. joke. Yeah. And like, what if, what if someone got shot and she did that? Yeah. Like someone actually was like dying on the floor and she did that. Yeah. How, like that would actually be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that actually kind of ties into mine, which is like I said, James Novak when he's like boom and pulls out the gun. That was I don't I don't think that fit his character very well mm-hmm. because I felt like his stick or whatever was that he was like kind of better than everyone else. He was like smarter than everyone else. So you're telling me that this smart guy again thinks he's gonna pull out a gun and try to shoot? Do you remember the um? The billionaire mugger. You think you've, oh, seen, yeah. you've seen it yeah. one time, but at the end, that's what the guy does. He pulls out the gun. Everyone's like confronting him about it. I don't know if you remember. This is the summation where Sharona's trying to like cut in on him, on oh, Monk, yeah. and yeah. they're kind of tag teaming it. And then the guy, oh, the Frady cop guy, is there. Oh yeah, they're talking about Frady cop. And so they all figure it out, and then the guy like pulls a gun out. And what's up? Oh. It's very squeaky. Sorry, radio. His artwork. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just didn't think that that I didn't think that that fit James Novak's character mm-hmm. to pull out a gun. I felt like that was a bit more like a a really like macho dumb guy thing to do. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like one of the more not intelligent murderers. Yeah. To do, I didn't think that fit his character. Like re- having to resort to that is what you're saying. Yeah. Like thinking he could get away with that. Mm-hmm. In a room full of cops, just pulling his gun out and being like, "Give me that lipstick, bye." Yeah. So my know. last thing is just James Novak in general. He was just annoying, which it was. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about him because 
He was kind of entertaining, but at the same time, you just wanted to punch him. He was just What's one a, of those villains. That's a good villain. Entertaining, and you want to punch him in the face. Yeah. He was, I did not like him. That's all I had to say. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we're about to get to he's the guy. I have one more thing, and mine is uh, Randy with another girl. Really? Did, didn't we just see Randy with a girl the last episode? Yes, yes, yes. Mr. Monk Falls in Love was right before this. Oh, and he yeah, was and he's in the, out in the taxi. Yeah, hardcore with this girl on this mm-hmm. date. And then the very next episode, he brings a different girl to the party. And so that means that he was dating someone last episode. Monk fell in love last episode. Uh-huh. Natalie was with Steven the episode before that. So there's just a lot of dating going on in yeah. this season so far. A lot of dating. That is weird. Okay. Yeah. Is that your last one? It is. Okay, are you ready for He's, he's the, the guy. guy. Candace. You can't say that you have no one. I have three people who we've already talked about. Okay, yeah. And they're just references, callbacks to past episodes, which is Marcy Maven, mm-hmm. Ambrose Monk, and Leigh Harrison, I think her name is. The flight attendant. Oh, Brooke Adams. No, I know, but like in the show. Oh. Was, oh, that was good. I don't know her name. Because I I thought it was... I wrote down Leigh Harrison, a.k.a. Tony's wife. And I was like, who is that? Because I knew it was Brooke Adams. And uh-huh. then I was just thinking about oh, it. Oh, did like, it say at the bottom? Name. Yeah. I was oh, like, okay. name. Okay. So you didn't do like a deep dive. It said it on the screen. I yeah. just missed it. Okay. I never knew her name. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a bunch. Okay. So like you said, Marcy Maven, of mm-hmm. course, is Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. Brooke Adams is the flight attendant. Uh, we have John Turturro is Ambrose. We have uh, Angela Kinsey as Arlene Boris. Mm-hmm. Okay, from The Naked Man. We have uh, Hal Tucker. Hal Tucker, who is Andy Richter. Mm-hmm. And then the three, the those three guys together: Dave Keckner, mm-hmm. who was Joey Crenshaw. And we have, I think his name. I didn't write any of these down. Uh, Je- Jimmy Belmont was. Oh uh, yeah. Re- I think his name is Ricardo Shavara. I think it's his real name. And wow. they all three. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I can scoot up more. Here, go in, because there's like a little indent in there. Go inside it. Like <laughs> this? Good? Okay, is my, is the camera, is the mic okay on my face? On, the, on this camera? Here? Good? Yeah. Is it actually good or are you just lying? Okay. <laughs> all right. So Hal Tucker, Joey Crenshaw, and Jimmy Belmont are all being interviewed by... Uh, or Now are our chairs touching? No. I, I think it was just me. Sorry. Yeah. It's so squeaky. I don't know why. Okay. So all three of them are being interviewed by James Novak. And he's just, you know, asking them like, so what went wrong? Like all of you had such great plans and they're all... Remember, they're all talking to each other mm-hmm. and they're like... Are you hitting the sign? I, that's what I you're am. doing. So you got to scoot up. That's what. It's, oh my gosh! There's so much squeaking. No. Good. Is it? I think so. Okay. Okay. I'll just ultra relax, and no squeaking will happen. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Do not like ultra this. relax. <laughs> you are not clear ultra for ultra not relaxing. Relax. Ultra, just sit up. 
Um, okay, so they're all these three guys. They're talking to each other about like, oh hey, you're the guy that like propped up a salt lick mm-hmm. on a truck. And he's like, yeah, that was a good one, man. <laughs> Didn't you like kill some girl for some <laughs> antiques or something? Like, yeah, yeah, man, that was nice. And they're like, so you all seem like you had like great plans. So what happened? And they're like, Adrian Monk happened. Yeah, Aww. Adrian Monk happened, man. And uh, it's uh, I think it's Hal Tucker where he says. Um, uh, he's like, man, and that summation, like, oh my gosh, like, I love when people just tell me what I've already done. It's like, I mean, I killed her. I know what I did. I don't need you to tell me. It's pick, 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 pick. It's so funny. And then we also have uh, one of my other favorite ones was the father, Howie Mandel. Oh, yeah. Back. And he's like, do I remember Adrian Monk? <laughs> Does the Titanic remember an iceberg? <laughs> And then he was like, he was like, you know what, Adrian, brother, I want to thank you because in prison I have found peace and harmony. And they're like, hey, time's up. And he's like, oh, beep, beep, come on. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) He starts cursing at them. It's hilarious. And then, okay, let's see. We have the vampire. He, his name is Ernie Grundwall. He's one of those like guys that you know you just kind of recognize yeah. your stuff but nothing like huge or main thing or whatever he was an episode of sweet life of Zack and cody the secret life of american teenager uh and then psych hannah montana and friends and then um let's see i have you're done right me yeah okay so the babysitter that you mentioned you didn't recognize the babysitter from anything i don't honestly don't think the you. babysitter the uh yeah the one that said that he crawled across the floor <laughs> It changes on diapers. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you didn't recognize no. everything? Okay, so, um, her name is Catherine Justin. Okay, she actually has passed away. Her she died in two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, but interesting thing, I was looking to see what she was from, and on IMDb it said that she actually. Um, uh, I can't remember how old she was when she died, but she was obviously a fairly old lady, right? Mm. She actually, when her mother was dying on her deathbed. She told our, uh, she told Catherine that, you know, her biggest regret in life was not following her dreams. So she decided that day when her mother was dying, that she was going to pursue her acting dreams. And so she didn't start acting till she was 42. Oh my God. Yeah. And so she had a bunch of credits, um, this way. Cool. Okay. So she had a ton of acting credits. Okay. So she's on an episode of Frasier, wow. even Stevens. Wow. Everwood, Gilmore Girls, Scrubs, Sweet Life, Reba, Malcolm in the Middle, Roseanne, and also Will and Grace, which is about to be mentioned in just a moment, mm-hmm. and uh, an episode of Monk. She's been on Monk before, a different character. Old she was, <laughs> of course, I didn't write it down. Give me a sec. She is the nurse in the Sleeping Suspect episode. Have mm-hmm. you seen the Sleeping Suspect yet? I feel like you have. Because I remember bomb. we talked about it a lot, and then I finally watched it. We it's, watched it, like, a month ago. Yeah, it's the one with the male bomb. Yeah. You remember? Kind of? Yeah. It's, she's the nurse that uh, Monk is with the sleeping suspect in the coma thing. And... Here? Here? Good? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> um... Uh, Monk is with the sleeping suspect mm-hmm. in his, you know, the guy's in a coma and they're in the room. The guy's hooked up to life support. And so Monk is like going, like he does all the crazy things like unplugs his machine and all this stuff. But 
this is the one where he, he has like a pin or something and he drops it into his, uh, like the guy's blanket. And so he's like digging around in the guy's blanket. Well, this lady is the nurse. Who like finds her doing She that? walks in and she's like, what on earth are you doing? You <laughs> sick, sick man or something. <laughs> it's so dumb. But she's totally the nurse. So that was like season two. So we see her in season two, and then she comes back in season seven as Monk's babysitter. You'd think that she would have remembered him. Yeah. But she did. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. <laughs> okay. My last person is the main guy, James Nelback. Okay. He's from Will and Grace. The show I've been watching. I just started mm-hmm. re-watching Will and Grace. I've already mm-hmm. had a bunch of people... On he's the guy from Will and Grace, but Eric McCormick is James Novak, and he plays Will Truman on Will and Grace. So he's the main guy. So I absolutely love Will and Grace. <clears throat> like I said, I've been rewatching it. I think I, I want to say I've seen almost every episode from the original. I haven't seen the reboot yet, so I'm trying to make my way there. But I actually love Eric McCormick. I thought he was amazing in this episode because I know you were saying like I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I have no mixed feelings. I love Eric McCormick and I loved him as James Novak. I thought he did an amazing job and I thought that they used him very well because on Will and Grace, he's really funny, but he is the, like, all the characters on Will and Grace are really kooky and kind of crazy, but Will is the most, like, straight man out of all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, he's the more, like, level-headed. They go to him for, like, advice and stuff like that. So I felt like they took, like, that serious side of him and they played it really well. And like I said, because he wasn't super funny, but it wasn't like Bulldog, mm-hmm. you know, from Ghost of the Hospital, yeah. where we're like, no, that guy's supposed to be funny. You should have mm-hmm. made him funny. They, I think that they played Eric McCormick correctly in mm-hmm. this. That's true. So, and then, oh, also, he does he does have a good line whenever um, uh, they all confront him at the end, and they're like, and uh, they're like, you're such a liar. You're a murderer. And Randy's like, I bet you didn't even listen to my demo. And he's like, first of all, you're a terrible singer. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> so they did give him a one-liner. I liked it. So Eric McCormick. Heart. Love. And that is all? That is all. Ready for... Junk time. Oh, jeez. Welcome back to My Favorite Time and Yours. Well, I forgot. Okay. And then now you're saying it. And Here, I'll do it. I'll okay. do it. Ready? <clears throat> Welcome back to My Favorite Time and Yours on the show where me and Candace eat junk and Candace asks me questions. Okay. Um, maybe I shouldn't yeah. have made you say that because I only had one question. It was, do you like crime shows? So. Candace. I'm sorry. That was... I'm sorry. Well, we have junk, so that's We good. do have junk. If Toby? Why is... Broken like Toby getting it. Toby broke his leg, guys. I know. Little Toby. Not Tobias. Yeah. Regular size Toby. Look. Okay. Um, Just hand it to Can Gibbs. you see Toby there? We got it. Okay. We're good. Thank All right, you. guys. So this recipe, I don't know if you can see this. I hope not. Can you see this, <laughs> Tobias, at it's all? Let's gross. see. Oh. You just. Can you see? Uh, you oh. can't? You oh. can't. <laughs> Yes, you can. <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> it's a, it's supposed to be a paw. Let's move little monk. Let's move him over here. Okay. So remember, guys, a long time ago, we had a listener on Twitter who his name is I think it's at JD Toys. He's Billy. So Billy, hopefully you were able to watch us because um, we're not live on Twitter, but. 
he sent us this article for a bunch of Cheeto recipes. Mm -hmm. So we chose one of the recipes and what is it, Noah? Possum bacon ranch ball or something yeah so it's like a cheese ball yeah it's like i don't know if you're familiar with cheese balls i'm actually not um but you're supposed to like put like sour cream cream cheese all mixed up together and we made this delicious paw Mm. we actually don't know if it's delicious it honestly when we were making it it was kind of sketch it was super no not kind of sketch candace it was like (laughs) It was like a cheese ball. Oh, gosh. I don't even know if you... It's like... if I feel like it's hard. Okay, guys. So, you actually like... You're supposed to use five cups of Cheeto dust and mix it yeah. into this ball. Like, I don't it's think... It's like a whole bag of Cheetos. Yeah. And it's not even gonna dump. Like, look at this. Oh, my. It just broke it. <laughs> There's no way. There's. No, I don't think this is gonna be good. Ow. Oh, gosh. I'm actually like not... Billy says hi from the UK. Looks young. The UK. Billy. Billy. Oh, you're in the UK? I didn't know that. Hello, Billy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's just like cheese. It just tastes like a big ball of cheese. Like a cheese ball. <laughs> yeah, but you can't even taste like it doesn't taste like Cheetos. It and doesn't. I can't taste the bacon. I can't taste Oh yeah. Not really. I wanna just get all this dust. Oh gosh. Mm. Ew. Are you gonna post the recipe? We will post the recipe. I'm not sure if I'd recommend the recipe. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, but there's no way it's not supposed to be a dip. Yeah. Right? Like, you're supposed to be able to dip this. I think we made it wrong. I just got cheetah dust all over the table. It was like a big ball of cheese, and then it was already like, it looked pretty dip-like. Like you could dip. Yeah. Then I had to add five cups of this powder. Mm -hmm. There's five cups of powder inside that ball. And then they recommend you dip that in there. And I'm like, I'm going to dip Cheetos in Cheetos? Mm-hmm. So. And if you're wondering why Cheetos, there you go. Yeah. Look Cheetos is our thing, so. Wait a minute. Wait hey, a really? minute. Oh. We just need a latex one. Almost actual size. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't taste my. You are almost done with yours. Mm-hmm. I've been slurping on it the entire time. I should have set these out sooner because, see, they're still not soft. Not soft or not stale? Well, soft equals stale. When they get stale, they get soft. Yes, yes. Okay, you know how chips are crisp? No, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, Noah, listen. Nico, I mean, Toby. <laughs> stale is is hard, right? He nodded. As in, just say yes, Toby. Stale turns things, <laughs> okay. stale turns things like opposite of what they are. So like chips are hard and crisp when they get moisture in them. That's why you can't leave the bag open because it's collecting moisture. So the hard things get soft. So this cookie is hard, so it 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 collects moisture, 
and eventually over time it softens the cookie. What's something that's soft that gets hard? Candace, I think you're a liar. <laughs> I've literally bread. never bread. Yes, bread gets stale. If you leave a piece of bread out, it gets hard. Stale bread is definition. I have to prove this. Food, no longer fresh and pleasant to eat, or hard, musty, and dry. Or. No or. Food, no longer pleasant to eat, or. You can't tell me when chips get stale that they get harder. They get like. Yeah, they do. They get like. They literally do. No, no, they. They're harder to eat. They're like tough. But that's because they're hard and crisp, and then they attract moisture, and it makes them just a hint soggy, so they're like, they don't get like I feel like we're getting way too into this because we don't have a junk time question. Okay. No, we have stuff. We have stuff. Oh. We have stuff. There's lots of stuff. Okay. All right. (laughs) So, a few weeks ago, we asked you guys to send in uh, some, like, fan mail or, like, kind messages because, you know, our egos are, like, here. But we need them to be, like, here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, we're going to start off with um, an email. Let's see. We have a debate going of whether or not they get harder. Some people think they get harder. Some people think they get mushy. What? Softer. I just read the definition. So, it maybe, said maybe or. It's on the chip also. Talk Team about. harder. Team softer. <laughs> Team, they go opposite. They don't. It's like when your drink is like, it gets either hotter or warmer depending on like it reaches. Hotter it. or warmer. I mean. Look at her. Like hot chocolate this gets. This is your team leader right here. She's a Hot bozo. chocolate <laughs> gets colder and cold drinks get hot. It's like the opposite effect. Just read the, the email. Okay. Candace. I'll just read the email. <laughs> okay. So the first one is from Shirley Baker. And y'all remember Shirley, we used her, uh, one of her countdowns from, I think, season five. She gave us, like, her list. Mm. And then she's the one that um, is from Wisconsin, who Tony Shalhoub's brother is her, like, window guy or something like that. He sells windows or he does windows or something. So, yeah. So that's Shirley Baker. Um, She says, uh, let's see. Wait, is this the right email? Hang on. Let me see. In the UK, they say crisps. Uh, like instead of chips? Yeah. I, think. I have to say... Oh, so wait, we're no. tied half and half for Team Softer and Team Hard. What? Yes. Why can't I find this... Um, it was right here, wasn't it? Let me just search, guys. Sorry. I don't want to leave it out. I don't want to just say, like, oh, just forget it, you know? <laughs> there it is. Uh, I start a different one, and that one popped up. Okay. <laughs> she says, happy one year of many more to come. I want to congratulate Candace and Noah for all of their dedication to the Junk Monk podcast. I try to listen when I can. Something this good needs the proper time allotted. <laughs> and every time there's a recap, it is amazing what I didn't notice, see, realize, or catch. I find myself watching the episode again with a different mindset. I love that we not only get to hear the podcast, but see them at times as well. Like this. <laughs> as a huge fan of Monk, I'm also a huge fan of you too. Remember, every day is Monk Day. Thanks for keeping the show alive. Just remember, it's a gift and a curse. LOL. From your <laughs> fan in Wisconsin, Shirley. Yay. 
She said she was huge fans of us, I which know. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the email. <laughs> my ego is like here right now. Okay, so let's do some more. Um, let's see. We have, where's my starred ones? All right, you want to read this one from, this is from Kevin. Now, I have no reference to Kevin, which is, you know, most of you guys reach out to us like on Instagram, Facebook or whatever. When I asked for the, you know, messages for you guys to send, Kevin just sent us an email. Mm -hmm. So, you okay, Toby? Little Monk? Little Monk. Oh, we need Little Monk front and center, guys. You know, he's our mascot, so. That's true. I thought... Wait a minute. Is he Little Monk? Oh my god. Wait a minute. I usually refer to him as our monk guy. But, like, you know, our monk guy, he's holding a Cheeto. And so, and he's Little Monk. But, I mean, they look pretty similar. TBH. What's your email address? What is my email address? It is Candace. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It is junkmonkpodcast at gmail.com. Junkmonkpodcast at gmail.com. That is where. That's pretty simple. And then we also have a phone number where you can leave voicemails and text messages. And do you remember that number? Oh, God. It is 323 366 0477. Wow. Yeah, well. Let's test it. Well, it's. Let's test it. Let's leave ourselves a voicemail right now. Um, You say it at the end of every show, so. Yeah, but it's not, I don't actually say it. I know, it's our outro. Okay, you'll hear, you'll hear it later. Okay. So I so, read it? Yes, this is from Kevin. Okay. Dear Candace and Noah, thank you for making the Junk Monk Podcast. I've been, listening, I've been listening to it since your first few episodes, and it has been fun to see how your show has changed as you go through the seasons of Monk, adding everything from recipes to comments from listeners. You are both so funny and have so many interesting observations. You've mentioned my favorite Christmas movie, Elf, a few times, and I'm hoping you'll give an update on whether you watch it this Christmas season. I'm sure it'd be hilarious to hear your thoughts about it. Not that it is very closely related to Monk, haha. Anyway, thank you again for making such a fun podcast. Smiley face. All right, thank Here's you, Kevin. Elf. We did watch it. We did, and we we discussed it a little bit during one of our junk times. I think maybe in like Get Slotto Fever or something like mm-hmm. that. But uh, so we did discuss it, but. If you want to reiterate for the people what you thought of their favorite Christmas movie. Okay, okay. You're going to make me feel guilty. (laughs) I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I know little Toby likes it, but I did not. I did not like it. I... Not like is a strong word. It was overhyped. And therefore, I was not delivered what I was hoping Mm-hmm. But it was a bad. It would have been extremely hard to live up to all of the sayings and little phrases mm-hmm. and all the stuff that all your friends say all the time. Yeah, you know, it's just so popular mm-hmm. that whenever I watched it, it was like, I mean, it's just an above average movie. Okay, okay, okay. it was a good movie on a scale of that. one to ten. It was a it was a great movie, but people made it seem like it was a cinematic masterpiece, which. It wasn't. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I can see that. So no one to ten. Oh, I'll give it like an eight. That's good. I it's like that. Right. I like that. I we probably last time when we weren't live, I probably was like four, <laughs> but eight's pretty good. <laughs> I, 
I'm good, probably lying to you now. I've been a good movie. But go back and listen to the other one. I told the truth in that one. Okay. All right. Our next um, viewer is... Oh, uh, Shonga Syke. She was on at the beginning. Her name is Keaton. Okay. And this is actually really exciting because she sent us our ever... Our first ever actual fan mail. Oh, shoot. Like, what, not with her address, though. Our address is fine. He can send us stuff also. Yay. Okay. She sent us a Christmas card. This was from a while back, guys. Um, she says, Candace and Noah, wishing you all the peace and joy of this beautiful Christmas season. I love your podcast. Here is some fan art. Y'all thank me later. Love, Keaton. Aww. So sweet. Thank and you. then I do not want to get Cheetos on this, guys. So I'm going to get on my hoodie. Okay, ready for it? Ah. From Paints' Masterpiece. It's from Paints' Masterpiece. It's the snowman. She said, it's not 100% even. I traced some stuff. A compass would have worked better. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mr. Monk. I love it. Good job, Keaton. Oh, my God. And so let's see if we have a piece of tape. Interesting. If we can. We'll need to get it laminated, though. So that it doesn't get hurt. Are you going to do this live? You're just going to put it up there? I'll just tuck it right here. Oh, okay. I'll do it. Okay, gently, though. Gently, gently. Because we want to be able to save it. Oh, genteel. Oh, gosh. Mooey genteel. This would stop squeaking. So we don't hit it, too. Yeah. There we go. Hopefully that doesn't fall off, but... The snowman. He has the two dots. The two dots and the two dots. So good. <laughs> okay, so... Um, let's see. So Keaton has a new podcast out that I haven't quite listened to. I did listen to one part. It is called the Psyched Podcast. Mm -hmm. And it is all about the TV show Psych, which is like the sister show of Monk. And um, we actually, this, this is what she said in her podcast, is that we actually inspired her to start that podcast. Um, so, uh, I think what? it was at the end of her second episode. And so I kind of scrolled... Um, I'm not, I'm, I am a fan of psych, but I'm not a big enough fan quite yet to get into it. So hopefully I will, um, like to get into like the podcast side of it, but hopefully I will get there soon. I'm still watching. And, uh, so anyway, so in that second episode, she mentioned how she was a, this past August, she said she was like a camp counselor. Mm -hmm. So she was in like the cold and the, you know, the freezing cold wow. and, uh, she camped for three months and, uh, that Ooh. one day, I guess ran one random day, she found our podcast and she listened to like the first episode and she thought it was awesome. So as soon as she got signal, she downloaded all the episodes that she could and that our podcast, when she didn't have signal, she listened to our podcast and it helped cheer her up on all of like those lonely Aww. days and nights while she was camping. So I thought that was such a sweet story. So I thought I would share it. So um, if you want to check out her podcast about psych, it's called Psyched Podcast. And she is at Sean.gus.psych on Instagram. Okay. I think hers is only on YouTube right now. So if you can't find it on Apple, that's why. But it's on YouTube right now for sure. And um, I think that, um, I think that was all. Um, oh, we do have one more thing. Do you want to announce the last thing? A Lindsay voicemail. Toby, 
Our girl Lindsay sent us a no voicemail way. for our one year anniversary. You might have to crank it a little bit higher than the theme song. No If you way. can. Hi, Candace and Noah. This is Lindsay Chambers, and I just wanted to say congrats on the first anniversary of your podcast. Your show means, like, the world to me, and I honestly don't know where I'd be right now without it. I still vividly remember when I found your Insta for the first time because it made me so, so happy. I didn't know hardly anyone else who'd watched Monks before, let alone enjoyed it as much as I do, so it made me unbelievably happy that I found other people who had a passion for Monk and loved it like I do. So I started listening to your show, and the more I kept listening, the more I fell in love with it. I love being able to interact with y'all and your stories and with giveaways. Thank you again for my Junk Monk box, by the way. And just all of it feels so personal, which is the best part. Y'all take every single bit of love and appreciation you get so personally, and it is super, super sweet to watch. Firstly, the fact that y'all videoed the episode where you played my first ever voicemail is just so heartwarming, and I always go back to it if I ever need cheering up or just need to smile. And secondly, drawing is kind of just a hobby for me, but the fact that you loved my art so much that you got it laminated and hung it up on your poster and even surprised me with stickers of it honestly made my entire year. Hearing myself referred to as our girl Lindsay or our number one fan or anything like that on the show makes me smile so big, and I cannot thank you enough for that. This pandemic has been rough on everybody, of course, but the fact that I could turn to you guys every Monday for a good laugh in the midst of all the stress and uncertainty means so, so much to me, and I hope you guys know that. You two are so sweet and so funny, and your show is absolutely wonderful, and I cannot thank you both enough for all the joy and love that I've felt from engaging with your show. So congrats again on your first anniversary of the pod, and I hope y'all have a great day. Yay, Lindsay! <laughs> Standing ovation. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry, Lindsay. I don't think I could stand. <laughs> back here but thank you so much for that sweet voicemail if anyone else does want to send us a voicemail the number is 323-366-0477 and leave your questions or comments or just show us some love all right um i have one more smidgen of a thing for junk time which is so you know uh sharon lawrence is an actress um did something wrong someone asked about the stickers oh the stickers um or my scooter. <laughs> they are on your scooter. I don't know if I can find them in here. Ugh. I don't want to break anything. Hmm. I'll check my side. I'm trying to remember what the stickers are inside of. I think they're in the little tin thing. But I can't see in this drawer because I can't open it good enough. They're really cool though, but... I don't think... I have just got... This is my entire... This whole deep drawer is full of all of Monk stuff. But can't find it, guys. Sorry. You can them that. But it does. It does. It has uh, this graphic, and it has our Funko Pop graphic, and then it, the other one is this graphic. So we have a set of three that you can buy on our um, swag store. Mm -hmm. So if you're on Facebook or Instagram, which you are, then go to uh, the, like the links in our descriptions, and you'll be able to find our website and our swag shop. And you can get some stickers. So yeah. there's that. Okay. So Sharon Lawrence, who played. Um, Linda Fusco, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so she actually listened to the episode of our podcast that we talked about her, right? And Mr. Monk and the Bad Girlfriend. So she listened to it. She shared it. She said it was awesome. Aww. This was a while back, kind of when it aired, because I tagged her in it. 
And so she found it and she was recommending like, oh, you know, if you want to listen to a fun thing I was in, go check this out. Okay, so I when I was looking up information about Monk's 100th episode, someone had written an article about it. I don't remember who it was. I should have wrote it down. Sorry, but there was someone that wrote an article saying that, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jer- uh, Jared Paul, who plays Kevin Dorfman. Mm-hmm. And Sharon Lawrence was supposed to be in this episode <gasps> and they weren't like, it didn't say like they were supposed to be in it and they weren't, they like acted like they were supposed to be in that episode. And so I messaged her and was like, Hey, do you remember ever filming anything for this episode? And she said, she really didn't. She honestly didn't remember. Uh, she said all she remembers is that she finished her time on the show, like her character or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and that she didn't remember her specifically being like in prison. Mm-hmm. And she said, because I guess she's played a lot of characters who were in prison. Oh, wow. So, um, uh, so yeah, so I reached out to her and she just said that she didn't know. Like, she said, oh, sorry, I've been in prison a lot, LOL. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I wouldn't remember specifically uh, filming a scene with, uh, as you know, as Linda Fusco. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting, but That's apparently cool. there's either some footage out there that has the two of them. Or they just never made the cut. I don't know why somebody would write an article that said that. But anyway, so I just thought I'd add that little tidbit. Uh, Toby, did we have a fan question? Uh, they asked, where do you find the store? Where do I find the store? Um, so, like, if you go on Instagram, we have a link in our bio. So, like, right underneath our name, you can click that. And that takes you to our link tree. And it, ha- it says, Junk Monk Swag. And also, after we're finished with the episode, feel free to DM us because we're always here to help if you need any help with anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, whatever platform you're on, even if you're on YouTube, shoot us a comment and we can always send you a link to our swag shop or any of the, uh, you know, any of our other stuff that we might have that you're interested in. Yeah. So, um, but Facebook, I think we actually have a shop like through Facebook that you can like click on and it takes you there and it has our items and stuff. So, but again, if you need help, wait till after the show. And uh, we'll help you, okay? I think um, we have this, our, of course, our two sweaters. And then we also have our mug. We do have a mug. We have sunglasses, stickers, masks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I ever put the socks on there. But we had... DM us we for socks. do have... <laughs> DM us for socks. Okay. Uh, are you ready for our next segment? I am. Plot holes. All right, Noah. How many plot holes do you have? I have. Oh, give me, give me a sec. I think I only have two. Let me see. I'm on stale. I'm looking at the definition of stale still. Okay. Let me see. And I'm eating some nice soft stale cookies. <laughs> I have two. When I... are you posting this? And where are you live? You're live. Facebook, Instagram. So we're right now. We're live on Facebook and Instagram. Hopefully when we stop the video, it will be available immediately to rewatch once we hit post. Yesterday, our Instagram video did not save. It saved as an IGTV, but it didn't save as a live. So I don't know how to make that happen, honestly. But what we're also doing is we're recording for YouTube on our camera. So tomorrow is Monk Day and this episode is supposed to drop. So we're going to take that footage and we're going to upload it on YouTube. Does that make sense to mm-hmm. everyone? Okay. It'll still, the audio version we're recording here will be available wherever you stream podcasts. But if you want to watch the video, that's where you're going to find it is YouTube tomorrow. Okay. Cool? Okay. All right. You, you can start to, with okay. plot holes. Do you have anything about Marcy? 
Um, no. Okay. Marcy starts her interview off by saying that she's like still in love with Adrian Monk and that she's the president that. of his fan club. But at the end, she drops him. Yeah. She goes to F. Murray Abraham, which we talked about with High Conrad. We all thought that was hilarious. <laughs> He was like, I remember everyone thinking F. Murray Abraham was such a funny name, so we made her <laughs> fall in love with him. So yeah, so that's how they ended her storyline, and then she comes back and supposedly is still, still a fan. Yeah. yeah. That's a plot hole, right? That's super plot hole. Okay. Um, why did they leave the Randy bits in? I know I said I loved them, and I know I said Randy stole the show, but why would they leave all those little Randy things in yeah. to make him look dumb? Those just made him look dumb. Yeah, Because everything he true. does is dumb. Uh-huh. So, Cause why would it's they just, it, I guess they were just trying to fill in time. That's the only explanation. Or they thought it was funny, too. But. Yeah. Why would you, in a documentary that's, like, supposed to be serious and about Monk and about a killer. I feel like you it's leave that funny to us. Because we know Randy. But if you're right. like, why are they just, like, dragging on this lieutenant? For no reason. Mm-hmm. Actually, they call him Sergeant in the episode, <laughs> which is well, I don't. But the know. guy calls him Sergeant. Yeah. He's like, oh, it says Sergeant. He's like, oh, I'll have it fixed. All right, there you go, Sergeant. <laughs> He's like, really, dude? <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, I think it's a slight plot hole. Unless they just thought they'd be on the funny side of the yeah. documentary and do that, which is kind of, kind of strange. Because mm-hmm. again, I watch a lot of 2020. There's rarely any comedy comedy in those things, so. I think it's a bit of a plot hole, but... Mm-hmm. Um, the It's a, an astonishing 100 cases with the SFPD. Wait mm. a minute. So that means... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means there's been 100 episodes in which he solved 100 cases. So that's what they're counting, right? Yeah. But he solved, like, a ton out of state and out of city whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like they're exactly. I get what you're saying. They're just just in that sense. They're saying that this is a hundred episodes. So he solved a hundred cases. So that's not saying he solved any more cases in any other episodes, which is probably mm-hmm. not even true. But also that he hasn't solved anything in between any single episode. Yeah, which is also not true because what I have is they've said a couple of times just last season, season six, that he's solved. 413 cases. Oh, in the wrong man. I think it... No, Remember, he I says he's seen four... He's... he's. I've seen 413 crime scenes. Well, I guess technically that doesn't mean he solved all of those. I know, no. I know why he says that he... That it's only 100. Because it's only 100 since Sharona. He solved 300 before. I think that's what, what they meant to say. No. Yeah, because it's like... Yeah. Mm-mm. Because in the big game, remember at the end, Natalie gives him 100 trophies. And she's like, I know you've solved like 110, but we rounded down to make it an even 100. And puts the little trophies on the mantle. So oh that's another plot hole. Gosh. Right? Yeah. That's so, like a oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, a double. That's, yeah, that's a huge. I mean, that's that's blatant. Those are three different numbers. Yeah. That's crazy. Paperboy. Mr. Muck and the Paperboy, they, I remember he, he's looking through the newspaper. Friends. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, that's a good point, because you said that he solves, um, 
Uh, he solved cases out of outside of state or out and of the country. Mr. Monk in Mexico, yeah. Well, we solved that one. Yeah. But in France, remember he calls... Wait, what? There's the, okay, the episode of Mr. Monk and the Paperboy, they think that they killed the Paperboy because there must be something in the newspaper that they don't want Monk to see and to solve. So oh, in yeah. that episode alone, he solved a bunch of cases and there's one that he solves in France. And they, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he calls and he's like, oh, the guy was a museum owner. He had to cut the girl's hands off <laughs> because he couldn't, you know, show that he had the, the antique handcuffs from the museum. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, and that was when Stottlemyre's like, uh, je m'appelle Captain Leland Stottlemyre <laughs> of the San Francisco de Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That gets me every time. I love that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, definitely a huge plot hole in that. On a lot of different fronts. Okay. Did we notice the... You have to think hard, but there's a shot. They're making the documentary. And then, like, at the very, very end, James Novak says something, like, inspirational about Mr. Monk. And he's, like, walking across the street. It shows Monk walking across the street, which is in the title credits. He's walking across the street of San Francisco at nighttime. Oh, yeah. That's from the pilot. So they're showing this on the documentary. They're showing him walking across the street on the pilot. And then the camera turns and it's current day and it morphs into him. So it was supposed to almost look like he was, they were continuing that shot. But it was obviously like a really young monk walking. And then when it turns, he's like 10 years older. Now, I bet people, I bet some people out there know what I'm talking about. It's at the very end. I mean, because it's very iconic. Yeah. Because it's like dun, 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 bum. And Monk's walking across. And then it shows him current day and he looks totally different. So wow. uh, I bet people, I bet there's some people out there that know this. Wow. Okay. I'm done with balls. Oh gosh. What I said I had two, but. You did not. I did not. <laughs> Alas, you did not. I can, I counted wrong. <laughs> oh. Lenny Harden. Is Lenny Harden watching on Facebook? Hi, Lenny. Um, let's see. Um, oh, 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 you mentioned this before. The picture go regular, picture go fast. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Mr. Mug in the blackout, he says, play and fast forward. Oh, my. Yeah. You're such a little sweat. And the whole thing. Okay, well. How did you remember that? I actually thought it was a Mr. Mug in the TV show. No, sorry, the TV star. Remember the guy who kills his wife with the yoga? Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Ah, whatever yeah and they're in that editing room i thought it was that episode so i went to check that out and it wasn't that one and so i was like dang it mm -hmm. so i was like there's another time where they're watching tv and you haven't seen this one but it's mr milk in the blackout and the whole episode is about a tv show and he tells sharona like he tells her fast forward and play the episode and so i i went back and wrote that down and then uh, he d he does say freeze or freeze frame, but he doesn't say picture freezer. And then uh, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, in this episode, Monk's hundredth episode, he asks to rewind the tape. He says, "Can we rewind the tape?" So there was no picture go forward, picture go back. Oh, really? He said rewind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Someone can fact check me on that one. I wrote it down, so hopefully someone can help me with that or debunk me or something. And then, let's see, I have... Sean Gustine says that's her main plot hole. What, the pause? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's see, we have... 
Um, oh, this is like this is kind of a small one. Not really a huge plot hole. Like it could happen, but why would they be having a watch party with the host of the show? I don't know. Like this guy, because the, let me say, this guy is a is a host of every single episode. Yeah. So it's like having a a watch party for every single episode of your own show. I would like to. <laughs> you would. That's true. I do need to watch more Sharona. You do need to watch more Sharona. Was that just you saying that, or did someone say that? <laughs> someone said it. Okay. Well, I do. I'm. Not. We, he's he, in our in our uh, intro. You say that you've seen some of season one or all of season one, and, and then the some of the other ones. We're super. We're this close for you finishing season two. We're like this close. Yeah, there's like couple, maybe one or two episodes you haven't seen. I'll so watch them. we need to get on that. You're did, uh, you're right. Did the host on the thing pay for the party? Didn't they say he paid? He he did. He mentioned something about like, oh, they're a bunch of cops. Like they don't care about cheap wine or something like that. Like he's done this before, but why? It's probably his wife being like, oh, it'd be nice. She's the one that was against it. Oh, no, wait. No, she was the one that wanted expensive wine or something. Like you can't serve this. I can't remember. No, I, I don't. Again, it's I don't think it's, it's not unrealistic. Like that would never happen. But I wonder why this particular time he hosts a party for this random episode. It's special to Monk, but it's not special to him. It's not his 100th episode of his show. I guess I'd be suspicious if he just was like, if he does that party and then he just does it whenever there's a bunch of cops and the one time he murdered the girl. So, I don't know. That's true. Why would he have done it in the first place? Nobody knows. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right, my last one. I like this one. It's a small one still, It's but I like it. The captain says, it can't be anybody on my force that put that little roll, roll of film. Yeah. Like, it can't be anybody on my force. I know every one of them, and they're all righteous guys. Mm-hmm. What about Officer Sharky in Mr. Monk and the Captain's Marriage? Where, remember, the, the officer is the criminal who he baits Stottlemyre to punch him in the face? Oh, yeah! Was he a righteous guy? No. Also... He was not. What's his So, Stoudemire acts like he knows everybody. The two dudes who were mean to Monk that one episode. Oh, well, you can't really Yeah, 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 but... but uh, what was I gonna say? We talked about it earlier. Freddy Cop. <laughs> oh, he was an actor. Yeah, I oh, know. Oh, yeah! Oh, my yeah. gosh, that's so right! You're so right! He acted like he knew every cop on the force, blah, 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 and then he's uh, like, he doesn't even know that the guy standing next to him wasn't a cop. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. That's mm-hmm. good. Okay, done with plot holes. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. All right, Noah. Do you have any I crazy do not moments? I have any crazy moments, Candace. Oh Just my get goodness. this over with. Okay. <laughs> Out of 10, what? Out of 10? Wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. Force of habits. Force of habits? Okay. I had, I have two. I have out of 10 fake gunshot wounds. Oh, uh, similar. <laughs> and, okay. And I put, uh, out of 10, 60 watt light bulbs, but it's whatever. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. So let's do crazy moments. Um, oh, at the beginning of his, his party, he's sitting next to the front door and Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, this party is about you. Come on. Oh yeah. Okay. He changes the light bulb, but it's whatever. <laughs> um, he wants to stop, like quit. Police work after 100. He's done. Wants to retire. Um, he starts every day with vacuuming. 
cleaning the vacuum and then vacuuming again. He also vacuums the vacuum, then vacuums that vacuum. He, when, when James Novak is interviewing him in his house and he's like, so how do you do it? Like, you, I, I noticed you put your hands over your face, like a really Zen-like quality. And Monk's like, yeah, it just kind of, kind of blocks out any distractions. And you know, when I'm upset, <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of just blocks out things I don't like. And he's <laughs> like, so you're blocking me out. And he's like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I put that on. That's so funny. Okay. He used to change his own diaper. Mm-hmm. Um, he cleans, apparently he cleaned, uh, Arlene Boris's whole apartment. Remember when she was oh, yeah, yeah. she's like, he cleaned my whole apartment. He was like, she's like, it's weird, but I got my security deposit back. <laughs> so that was nice. <laughs> and then, uh, the last one, I don't know if this is the same apartment, but he tries to clean the dishes. Like he's, Solomar oh, was like, yeah. this is a crime scene. You can't do that. And he's like, I just want to push rinse hold. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. the girl, the last girl who dies, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, after yeah. You're right. After James Novak yeah. flips that one light bulb. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's totally it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so out of 10 four four yeah. it is a 4 out of 10. Ooh, okay. Um, out of 10, 60 light bulbs, but it's whatever. Um, I put one. Whoa. <laughs> let me read let me read my explanation. Guys, remember, I try really hard on my rate this episode. This one is is what I'm feeling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um I try not to analyze it too much, but so I guess I guess I put I put most stuff was past tense. So the stuff that was like present tense in the like the light bulb and him sitting in the thing. I don't think it was that crazy. And he vacuums every day. Like, we know he vacuums every day. Okay, yeah, but he vacuumed the vacuum, vacuumed that vacuum. You forgot that, by the way. I didn't. I said also he vacuums the vacuum, then he vacuums the oh. vacuum. He vacuums every day. He cleans the vacuum that? and then vacuums the vacuum. Oh. Then he vacuums the vacuum and vacuums the vacuum. <laughs> Stop. I definitely said it. I definitely said it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Four and good. Um, yeah, I, th- I think one... It's it's really? it's a relatively short list, people. And the stuff on there is not that surprising. He wants to clean an apartment. He vacuums. The maybe the craziest thing is that he wants to stop at a hundred. That he wants to quit his job. That's probably the craziest thing. Maybe give him an extra point for that. But the other stuff is all about cleaning. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Agree to disagree, as usual. <laughs> Let's go. Last segment, people. Last segment. Rate this episode. Candace, you can go first. I was going to say, I would like to go first, but then you can go first. Are you sure? I don't want you to rate it. Okay, here, here. Low. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Um, This is a nice episode commemorating Monk's 100th case. Although, it's not really his 100th. We don't really know what number of cases it is. I give it a 8 out of 10. Eight out of ten? Ah, I knew I should have gone last. Okay. I gotta give it to this episode. What a fun, clever way to do a 100th episode while honoring Monk and the Mm -hmm. TV show Monk itself. The fourth wall breaks are doing it for me. I love the audience acknowledgement and I, I feel like it makes you feel like you're a part of the gang. I love all of the callbacks. So many callbacks. We have like yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, ten callbacks. Okay? And even ten. And 
The guest stars were fantastic. Eric McCormick, love. The light switch clue, love it. The double monk. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The the two cases. We actually got two cases because there was a we're following the serial killer case through the whole thing. And uh Eric James McCormick, Novak. James Novak, he killed somebody too. So two cases. Okay. <laughs> and I think that Stottlemyre and Randy and Natalie shined in this episode, which are some of my favorites. I think, like I said, Natalie was very strong. She was all for Mr. Monk, showing off his skills. Randy had so many funny parts with his uh, RDP and, you know, all those other little funny things I already mentioned. And then Stottlemyre got to be, like, the main guy who was being interviewed. They all shined. And I love that. So, can't say enough about this episode. I'm giving it... Wait. I was going to change mine. Okay. (laughs) 9.3. It's a 9.3, not a 9.5 deserving, but I just, because Candace was recapping it, and I was thinking about me watching the episode, and I was like super excited whenever I watched it, and it was really good. So, 9.3. Like 9.25. I mean, I don't want it to be lower, but we usually do like 0.25. Okay, fine. 9.25. Well, you might as well just round it up to 9.5 then. I, okay, 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 no, 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 9.5 works. Agreed. <laughs> All right, people, I am giving it two tens. What? Two tens. Ten out of ten? Yes. Monk's 100th. It's our episode. It's everyone's episode. It's your episode. It's gr- oh I was I was so gosh. excited to watch it. I love this one. I, I really do love Eric McCormick. That definitely helps. <laughs> So, I don't know. I think I think that, you know, and you know me, I love callbacks. I love callbacks. You and then callbacks. they had good, Sarah Silverman, they had a great, Howie Mandel, mm-hmm. Hal Tucker, they had great callbacks. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, the show actually did it, like, they did it well. Right? I mean, like, you know, you always say, I gotta hand it to the writers. You gotta hand it to the writers that this mm-hmm. is, this 100th episode was such a clever way. It wasn't just an average episode. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, this is my hunt. Okay, well, I guess that was all right. They pulled out all the stops for this. They did Sean, that. Sean Gussack says that's a crazy rating. Wow. Emma says 10 for 10 for sure. Isabella says 9 for 10. Thank you, Isabella. Gosh. I, I pulled you up from an 8, so calm down. <laughs> Sean Gussack says uh, she agrees with Isabella. Not perfect, though. Okay. Thank you. I see that. Thank I can you. And as its flaws, nine point five. Thank you very much. Right, but again, if you if you listen to our show, which obviously a lot of you do, you know that I rate things differently as far as like uh, a personal attachment to an episode will reach it yeah. higher. So it's not necess- I'm not saying that this is a perfect episode, but for me, it's a perfect episode. Okay, whoa. <laughs> That's you know I'm pretty this. sure everyone you know just, just I say that every time though. You just said no no no, no you just said I'm not gonna say it was a perfect episode, but I'm going to say it's a perfect it's, episode. I'm not going to say that it is a perfect episode, but for me, it is a perfect episode. I'm not like look Shh. look you listen. make no sense. No, you gotta pay attention then. Okay. Like I'm not saying like no Noah, this is a perfect episode. You're wrong. Like, this is a perfect monk episode. You need to agree with me. I'm saying that for me, it is a perfect episode. She doesn't know. <laughs> okay, to- Tobias and I argued literally two days ago about the what the word perfect means. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so now he's throwing it back at my face. This is amazing. Okay, so. Okay, for example, the first episode I ever saw was Mr. Monk is at your service. Yeah. Am I going to say that that is a perfect Monk episode and that everyone should agree with me that that's a perfect episode? No. But for me, it is the perfect Monk episode. It brings back all the nostalgia. I love Sean Astin. I love uh, uh, pregnant Natalie. To me, perfect episode. But I'm not going to fight you and say that it's a perfect episode. Tony Shuler Daily says definitely a 10. Yes! Oh my god. Get you some, Denise. Makes sense, Candace. No! Sean got psyched. My brain hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Seagram 2020. It is perfect. Perfect episode 100. Oh my. Yes! I'm quoting the podcast. (laughs) What was. You were almost perfect in your rating. Well, at least Tobias agrees with me. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. That's it. We're done. Noah actually quit the podcast, as you just saw. <laughs> so this is our one-year anniversary, Monk's 100th, Noah's last. <laughs> so it's been real, buddy. Oh. Um, but thank you for joining this live. And hopefully, uh, if you're not live, you still enjoyed it, watching the replay. Thank you guys for hanging out with us every single week for a whole year. We've been doing this every single week for an entire year. So uh, we're super blessed to have you guys here with us. And we hope that you stick with us. Uh, continue to tune in every Monk Day, right? We will do our best to continue to keep uh, the Monk verse alive for you guys. And do you have anything to say, Noah? I don't, but I really want to just like grab that and just take a bite out of it. I know that's going to be gross and I'm not going to like it afterwards, but I think it'd be a good note to end on. What would you rate that out of 10? Like a six. <laughs> it just tastes like a the cheese. Four? I'm going to put it to the test, Candace. Oh, God. Oh, it's heavy. Oh. oh. Do not get that on the carpet. <gasps> Did you see the paw? It was possum. What? Just end it. Wasn't that what it was called? <laughs> yeah, it was called but possum. I actually wasn't that bad. It sounds like possum though. It was so, good. For those who aren't familiar, we usually end the show with a ramble and a like yeah. a digression of sorts. So I think Until we get bored. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> cheese ball, good to end on? Yeah. Okay guys, I'll we're say. ending on cheese ball. Alright guys. So um let me get my thing pulled up and so I can stop by recording as well. Um, let's see. We have one more thing. Uh, Toby, you want to cue the... Hey guys, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Harvins and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video, and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later. Just, just hit the button. It? Toby, come on. Come on Don't Toby. be dumb, Toby. This is your one job. Hit the stop button. Is it done? Just push it. Bye!